Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's going on, travelers? Thank you for tuning in to the 24th episode of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I am your host, Dalton. With me is Pharaoh. Yo, 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 what's up? How are you? I know we just literally talked for like 45 minutes, so there's <laughs> not a whole lot to... I already know how you're doing, basically. Yeah. What What have you been up to? Have you been playing a whole lot of Genshin still? Oh, yeah. I mean, I always, I always play Genshin, um, but... Every other day. Yeah, yeah, I would say like every other day. To me, I feel I feel like that's that's fair. Like you never want to want to run through content too fast with Genshin, and a lot of times I feel like it's just me going on and doing like other quests, not even necessarily the the Archon quests or anything like that. Just because I mm-hmm. really do like want to keep the story as long as I possibly can. After my, I've I've said this a couple times before, but. With Inazuma, I literally just like ran through it all, and afterwards yeah. I was just like, "No, there's nothing left." So, I mean, pretty soon you're going to be backed up. I, I'm okay. I would prefer to be backed up than you would. About <laughs> to say this is all an innuendo now, but I really would prefer <laughs> to be backed up than um, you know running through it and having nothing to do and just being aimless. So, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. What about what about you though? I mean. How much have you been playing? Are you finished with everything? No. So with COVID, I basically couldn't even look at a screen without wanting to barf <laughs> okay. uh, with like a splitting migraine. So this whole time, I haven't really played a whole lot, but now I, I literally tried to go back to work today mm-hmm. and I made a phone call making sure that I was still good to go. And they were like, no, you have like three more days. So now I have three days of me actually feeling like decent. Mm-hmm. to go in and I want to I have to do the new event I haven't even touched the tablet analytics yet mm-hmm. which I know I still have time and I need to do uh Tanari story quest and I'm almost done with clearing out Sumeru I'm like pretty like close to like 50% right and then it's just catching up I got really excited cuz I got like my fourth whisper in the wind daily commission because this whole time like the whole 460 some days that i've been playing or that i've been active at least that's what hoyo lab tells me um i've only gotten whisper in the wind four times you need it five times for the achievement and i have never done a daily commission in any other zone right and i know that i know inazuma has a ton of world quests that are tied to daily commissions so i'm just waiting for one more whisper in the wind and then i'm done with monstat i can finally move on to like leeway or inazuma to finally do those world quests because they're just sitting there so yeah i, yeah. I do the same mine's parked in monstat now it, yeah. it's been that way for a long time so yeah 
I haven't even looked. I'm assuming that the rates for the daily commissions are probably a little bit better in Inazuma and like Sumeru than Mondstadt because if they just keep doing this, it's just like 460 some days and I only have four whispers in the wind. I could probably go for like another hundred, honestly, and not. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We got a ton of news, all of just the 3.1 live stream, which just dumped a whole bunch of stuff. Like I would say that this is probably the best live stream that I've seen so far. Oh yeah, super Without cool. Without a doubt. Super entertaining. I really liked the atmosphere. You know, they had the the vibes going the whole time with the whole desert theme and then you had the yep. Mondstadt theme and everything. So I appreciated it all. Um, none of that is lost on me. And it was one of the usually, you know, because I'm never up for the actual live stream as people <laughs> found out earlier today. Yeah. But um, whenever I go and watch it, like I usually skip through, you know, like a lot of it, you know, do the 15 second tap through a lot of it just to get to like the juicy parts um but in mm -hmm. this case i actually watched the entire thing just because i was like this is pretty chill so yeah lots of good stuff there all right let's jump right into it mm -hmm. um and we are jumping into probably our most favorite part right away oh yeah so this is off a post off hoyo lab this is by sora hoshina who does guides and a bunch of different stuff sora hoshina always does these content overviews of these uh special programs they're great, so please go check it out on Hoyo Lab or check out any of her work. It's she does awesome stuff. Number one, we're going right into the wish banners for 3.1. So phase one, we are getting Candace as the featured four-star character. Mm -hmm. Super excited. We're gonna go a little bit more into detail about like what she's got going on, but we are getting Candace, and she is gonna be one of the uh rate-up four-star characters. Mm -hmm. And she will be alongside of our boy Sino mm -hmm. and Venti. Which I was a little bit like really venti, but honestly, I'd rather. I'm about to say, I'm glad. <laughs> right, exactly. I, I kind of thought about it afterwards and I was just like, okay, well, you know, it's venti, so I don't feel bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm not missing out on anyone else. You know, if it's venti, I'm like, okay, sure, you could do your thing, venti. So, so how are you feeling? You, you, you're happy. I mean, I'm super pumped now that we know that the top up is coming. So I get to, you know, throw lots of money down. <laughs> <laughs> on yep. this i am also oh, pretty yeah. sure i'm gonna go for his staff too just uh c0 Ooh. staff but i'm pretty sure i'm gonna go for his staff um yep. let's see i feel like i'm due because every single time that i've gone for weapons before i've went to max pity which is two five star pulls and then the last the next one is guaranteed so it's three Right, um, and just so, not that lucky. Right, so I, I feel like I have to be do one, like you know, on my first now. Yeah, on my first round here, but we'll we'll see how unlucky I am. How many constellations of Sino before you go for that weapon? Just C zero. C two is probably what I'm shooting for for Sino, and then the weapon, and then the weapon. Gotcha. Nice. So that's a lot of pulls, <laughs> or it certainly can be an absurd amount of pulls. Um, or if you get really lucky, it could, it could be, be like, very few. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I won't live. I, I already know I'm not living in that world. It'll either be like that was a that was a lot of pulls, or oh my god, I can't believe you pulled that much. It's going to be in <laughs> one of those two areas, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, phase two is going to be Nilu, uh, which is the five star water, which we thought was a catalyst user, is now a sword user. This surprised yeah. me. That threw me for a loop, actually, there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I freaked out as well. <laughs> uh, released alongside of Albedo, mm -hmm. 
as this is like Alvedo's, I want to say this is his second or third? Uh, third. Third rerun. So yeah, no no four-star information on uh, who's going to be released on their banner. So Yeah. Um, are you interested in, in Nilu at all? You know, I kind of am. I got to look at what... Uh, Just remember the Archon's coming. At some point, that Archon's coming. So with Candace being a Hydro a hydro vision user i'm probably gonna hold off on nilu i already have a ton of hydro characters but nilu is just so insane which we're gonna talk about in a little bit but i feel like candace just kind of reinforces my decision to wait and hold off on nilu which i love nilu even more now Mm -hmm. like because she's a sword user not a catalyst yeah yeah i'm probably gonna hold off uh this may be a banner that i just wait to see who the next banner is going to be like very similar to how like right now we're in Ganyu Kokumi and now we know it's going to be Sino and Venti. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to wait for like the 3.2 special program to see who's coming next and then kind of make like a game time decision there. Yeah, I um because I could I could use I'm sorry sorry to cut you no, off no, but I good. could use another Albedo constellation because right now I have him at C1 and I do use him with my Edo team so. Fair enough. Um, but you heard, who are you using with your Edo team out of curiosity? Who, what is your Edo team? It's Edo Goro. It was Albedo because I have him at C1. Right. But now you filled him in with, uh, Zhongli. Zhongli, yeah. Which you get the shield and you get a little bit more defense, I think, with Zhongli. Uh, but with Albedo, he does more off-field DPS, which... Yeah, really, you're only using Albedo f- off the field. That and shield then, with Ida, though. I mean, I like just not being able to be interrupted right there. It's very, it's very niche. Yeah, I, I think, um, I think that you that you need the shield certainly more than Albedo. So I, I would say like Albedo. If you didn't have Goro, then I would go Albedo. But otherwise, yeah. But who's who's yeah. your fourth on that? Bennett. Bennett, good, good man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do- diving in a little bit more with Sino. Mm-hmm. So Sino is the five-star Electrovision polearm user. Mm-hmm. He is the General Mahamatra, mm-hmm. and he works with the Academia, which was pretty crazy to figure out. You you would think that he would not be with the Academia, but he is. Yeah. Very cool. So he has his normal attack. Animations are great. Yeah. It's 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 awesome. Monstrous. Yes. <laughs> Sino's elemental skill, secret right, Chasmic Soulfarer. Um, he will go under the Paxworn Path Clear state, which is triggered by his burst. He will instead unleash a thunderous power and extends the duration of um of that state. Not too really too much, other than like I'm pretty sure it's just AoE electro damage. Mm-hmm. Um but then we have his burst, which that burst animation is Amazing. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's awesome. I would say that it is like literally up to snuff with like Zhong Li's first animation. I would like I would say it's I don't know. Uh Zhong Li's has actually gotten stale to me as time goes on. I think I've just normalized to it too much. But yeah. Um yeah, I'd say that his I would say this is the coolest burst animation I've seen. Right. Elemental burst is a sacred rite wolf's swiftness, calls upon a divine spirit to possess him. Morphing into the Pax Sworn Path Clear. His normal charged and plunging attacks will be converted to electro damage that cannot be overridden. 
and his elemental mastery and resistance to interruption will increase, and he gains immunity to electrocharged damage. A bunch of good stuff within that burst. Yeah, so pretty much, I mean, amazing. But I do have to say, do you think that he is at all related to, um, what's his face? Uh, how have I forgot his, Razor, there we go. To Ra- I see what you're saying. So, it's possible... I feel like there's just they're they've they're pu- purposely putting these parallels to the two characters, and I can't help but like wonder like why like are the they wolf, hitting the this thing so heavily? Yeah, yeah. Um, and both electro users, right? Both have like a kind of spirit that they summon. Both have white hair. Both are yep. like everything's wolf related. Like I, I'm not gonna say it's not possible. I feel like there's I feel like they're somehow related and we're going to find out like a little bit more about Razor. I already know that like we saw that in the in the live stream we'll talk about later, yeah. but like I feel like we're going to find out that there might be a connection there or something. We'll have to see. Yeah. Uh Sinos uh exploration talent is the gift of silence. You get 25% more rewards when dispatched on a Sumeru expedition for 20 hours. Um but overall they showed him off I was so excited. I do think the one issue that I have with him is that I feel like his weapon looks very out of place. It, Why, it, it looks, looks so like a, it looks like a geo weapon. It kind of does. I mean, it it absolutely does. <laughs> it literally looks like one of the other geo. It's weapons the orange. That's in it's the, game. the orange. In orange the, and the like, brown. Yeah. Yeah. If that orangish like glow or like I don't even know what you would call it. I guess maybe it's just like energy. Mm-hmm. If that was like purple i could see it but either way it really doesn't bother me it doesn't it's yeah it doesn't affect me too much i think that the uh look of it outside of the color looks really cool like it it is odd that it's blunt but i I, you know whatever (laughs) i turn into a wolf so i don't care (laughs) um but yeah like it overall like really cool character design went even more because he has that kind of like anubis you know vibe to him Mm -hmm. um so like I was really impressed. Like they went even more into that kind of uh, um, aesthetic, I guess, than I thought that they were going to with the whole transformation thing. So yeah, I just I got more than I ever expected with this character. I pinned him since day one that I knew I was gonna gonna get him. I knew that I was gonna like him, and yeah, it's cool to finally see him um, like out in the game. It's gonna be great for sure. All right, and then we got Nilu, who is our five star Hydrovision Sword user. Mm-hmm. Her normal attack will perform up to three consecutive sword strikes. Elemental skill, and now she has, like, some of the, I would say, the most complex play style since probably, I don't know, maybe Child? Probably, yeah. He's the only one that does require some skill, I feel like. Right. Yeah. Um, Nilu's elemental skill has two different dance step designs. Mm -hmm. Uh, The first, after casting her elemental skill, if the third dance step is a normal attack... A sword dance is performed. This will deal hydro damage to opponents that it touches. This effect converts Nilu's normal attacks into sword dance techniques, and her final hit will unleash a luminous illusion. Or, number two, if on the third step she casts her elemental skill again, her state will change to whirling steps, which will deal AoE hydro damage and create a tranquility aura that follows your active character around and applies wet to opponents within its AoE. Really good skill for, like, characters that you want to go in and vape with. Mm-hmm. And that are, like, 
very close combat that aren't like catalyst or like bow users. Yeah. Do we know if that aura persists? Like yeah, through, it through, says uh, follows your active character around. It does. Okay. It showed even in the live stream. It showed another character that was not Nilu. I just can't remember who it was. Okay, I missed that part. But yeah, elemental burst. Nilu will perform a dance of faraway dreams and springs that hear, dealing AOE, hydro damage, and applying the special effect to all opponents that hit. After an interval, opponents affected by the special state will take hydro damage again. Very interesting. I'm just hoping that like the weaving of the elemental skill is a lot easier than I'm imagining it to be. And I hope that it's worth it to get that hydro like wet application down on opponents. I think it actually will be. Um, it's really just timing the elemental skill because um, you have to you know activate it again. So it, it it sounds much more complicated than it is. I think in practice, you know, once you do it two, three times, I think you'll probably get it. Um, but yeah, the, the burst, I'll say the burst seems a little lackluster, but the elemental skill seems fantastic. Like, I love that they're introducing a little more complexity into these abilities. Um, and I love that it ties into her personality and her dancing. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, like, whenever it showed her animations, like, I did really enjoy the fact that she was despite what i said last time with people <laughs> not me not caring about dancing i i do absolutely respect the applying the dancing sword techniques into her character animations like i thought that part was really sick so you there is a definitive flow to the way that she um does her combos in in the game and i i really enjoy that it reflects her personality and her craft so to speak so yeah for sure Nilu's exploration talent is the White Jade Lotus. When perfect, uh, perfect cooking is achieved on food with adventure-related effects, there's a chance to obtain double the product. I'm, ass- I'm assuming that's like climbing speed and stuff like that that's related to like adventure-related effects. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's going to be like uh, probably... Well, and I don't know. Lots of people do. I, do you use cooking? This is actually a good question. Do you use cooking for anything? Like whenever you cook, like do you actually eat the stuff that gives you the bonuses or no? Only, like, in domains that I find particularly annoying. Really? Yeah, so I don't have a whole lot of, like, pyro characters built right now. Mm -hmm. Really, I think Bennett is, like, my only one that's, like, half-decently built, so not the best when it comes to, like, taking down cryo stuff because it just takes so much longer. I will do buffs for, like, food that buffs like that, but other than that, not really. Mostly it's just, like, cook uh, 20 sweet Madame before like at the start of a new battle pass week and then consume that throughout the week if i need it that's yeah pretty much it that's kind of i just yeah i make the revive um foods you know oh yeah for, Tabot eggs yeah, yeah exactly for um my <laughs> my necessary 20 for the week and but i've i don't think i've ever even consumed one of the effect you know the sustained effect uh foods in my entirety of playing the game it, it just seems kind of bullshitty I, for me it's always been like it just seems kind of bullshitty you should get by on the merit of your character alone yeah it's it's not like the game actually makes it a point to say hey you may want to eat this before you go into this fight yeah i I feel like it it, you can almost just like point the finger and be like hey i would probably eat this food if you gave me a reason to and made harder content but yeah exactly nothing's hard enough that really requires it so right yeah yeah interesting all right we got candace who's the four star hydro polearm user Elemental skill, Sacred Rite Heron Sanctum, 
If you hold her elemental skill, you can form a shield and absorb damage. Mm-hmm. When charging is complete, Candace will perform a forward leaping strike that deals hydro damage. When they showed her using the shield, I lost it. <laughs> I was so happy the way that it looks, mm-hmm. the way that she just kind of does not get knocked back. I was just like, this is amazing. Yeah, I agree. I am. I whenever I saw her use the ability in the stream, I immediately thought of you because you were like, I just want to make sure that she's using it and it's not just decorative. And there you go. It is not just decorative. They did a really good job also with like allowing like kind of like that magic uh, to like flow from it too to make it look like it's more expansive right. than it is. Yeah, um, absolutely. So yeah, it looked super epic whenever she did it at the stream. Um, I, I'm going to like her a lot more than I thought I was going to. That's for sure. Yeah, she's definitely going on my Sino team now. Yeah. Oh yeah, like I already have a whole team just like ready to dedicated. What? Oh yeah, with her. Is it a synergistic team or is it a like story? It's a hyper bloom team. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So Dendro, Electro, mm-hmm. Hydro for sure. Okay, fair enough. Her elemental burst. Candace calls upon a divine blessing that deals AOE hydro damage, and all characters in the party will receive the Prayer of the Crimson Crown buff, which will unleash a rippling wave of water that deals hydro damage to nearby opponents. Sword, Claymore, and Polearm-wielding characters under this effect will obtain a Hydro Infusion. Uh, Characters deal increased elemental damage with their normal attacks. I guess she doesn't apply Hydro, then, unless it's infused, which we know Sinos cannot be overridden right so i'm so now i'm i'm just wondering is this going to act like sing cho where you know you have like the water blades and it applies wet alongside just like kind of how like raiden shogun applies electro mm-hmm. yeah i is I it gonna think, do that or? i think so like i was hoping that i would get a bigger gameplay kind of breakdown of her uh sometime soon so i can really understand what was happening there Right, like swapping, character swapping. Yeah. I get the feeling that it's not going to, as much as I really want it to. Mm-hmm. I get the feeling that this is a Bennett. Yeah. Well. And. In, in that way, yeah, I guess. I, I feel like this is a C6 Bennett uh, effect, and that if I do use them with Sino, it's going to be really tough to like apply wet for a Hyper Bloom team now that I'm thinking about it. So we'll have to see. If you had, um, you could, yeah. well, but here's the issue is that if you're playing Sino right, you should be in, I don't know what the max amount of time is, but you should be in that, that mode of his for a very long time. Right. Yeah. So the best way would probably to be to use like a C6 Sing Cho. Right. With his like burst and his skill, give you the swords, then swap to Sino and then burst because then you're getting the uh the swords with sino's burst mm-hmm. the only problem is is i don't want to use sing cha when use cantus <laughs> yep well all roads usually lead pat back to uh zing cho so true very true yeah candace has an exploration talent to dawn's first light which decreases climbing stamina consumption for your own party members very cool mm-hmm. useful we got some new weapons oh yeah for sure definitely useful mm-hmm. we got some new weapons we have a Five star, I am assuming this is a sword. Oh, yeah, it's a sword. The, uh, I'm not going to say the name. Uh, five star sword 
Not too much that we know going on. This is probably going to be Nilu's five-star sword. Yeah, I think so. Honestly, it doesn't really fit her her aesthetic, but that's okay. Yeah. And then we have Staff of the Scarlet Sands, which would be Sino's five-star polearm. They both look like Geo weapons, you're right. Yep. We also have some new four-star weapons. Uh, we have a new sword. We have a claymore. And we have a catalyst. And then we're also going to get a... Um, a free pole arm called the Missive Windspear, which is not shown in here, but one of these can be attained for free from the event of Ballads and Brews, which we're going to go over in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Hopefully these are a little bit more useful than the Dendro ones that we have. Yeah, I agree. We got some new bosses and enemies. We have the Algorithm of Semi and Transient Matrix of Overseer Network. I love ridiculous names like this. <laughs> About to say, lots of uh, creative name work going on with this one. Yep. So this is a boss that is going to fire components out and enters an invisible state that hides and cannot be attacked, which I actually really like that mechanic mm. a lot. Until you have to farm it 50 times. <laughs> True. Yeah, it's like the new Thunder Manifestation. I know exactly. a lot of people disliked farming that. But this boss and all the other like overworld Enemies that we saw kind of teased in a bunch of trailers with the desert. Very reminiscent of the Vex. I don't know if you played Destiny. Oh, yeah. I just get huge Vex vibes here. 100%. I thought the same exact thing whenever I saw that. Um, we also have the Aeon Blight Drake, which is probably uh, going to be the m more annoying of the two. Anything that is always flying around, yeah, is going to be super Yeah. Annoying. But I will say it looks super cool, though. Oh, yeah. Super cool. Uh, so this is going to be just like the ruined drakes that you see right now going around in the jungle portion of Sumeru. They're just going to have to find the weakness to deal with this one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then we also have the primal constructs, which are just the overworld versions of the um, the first boss that we mentioned mm -hmm. that look like the Vex. Um, yeah, they're called primal constructs. Not too much information uh, with them. Yeah, just basic minions. Archon and story quests. We're getting two more Archon quests. With these five-week updates, we're kind of getting backed up when it comes to talking about the Archon quests. So we may have to just, like, do a whole episode dedicated to these to just, like, to sum it all up because there's a lot. There really is, yeah. Um, so we have two Archon quests, Act 3, Dreams, Emptiness, and Deception. And then we have Act 4, King Deshret, and the three Magi. Yeah. Yeah. Magi. It is noted that the Doctor and the Balladeer will appear in Sumeru and possess the Electro Archon's Gnosis. Mm -hmm. So I know in the when we got the teaser for this, we saw Detore kind of just mind controlling a bunch of people, right. and he was bragging about like basically bragging and saying like, "Look, they can't even like hold back their their adoration, like their their excitedness, like." Mm -hmm. It really makes Dottore, like, really evil. Oh, yeah. He's going to be a super interesting character as time goes on. But, it like, in that scene, whenever you saw it, like, it felt almost very, like, zombie-esque. Like, they did a good job. Because it was, like, all these guys, like, just coming in around you, like, crowding you. And they all look like they're right, in yeah. this weird trance, right? It's so weird looking, but really cool. It made him feel so, like, intouchable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Untouchable, Untouchable I should say. Yeah. Like, very cool. And then we also got a sh little short uh, couple frames of Scaramouche in what seems to be his, like, Fatui attire. 
yeah. but it's actually not him. It's just like it's I don't even know how you explain it. It's just like a construct. It's almost like a puppet. Yeah. I think that's, and he's kind of just like inside the face of it. Yeah, I think that was actually created by I'm I'm this is total speculation by the way. I think it's created by that other um one of the Fatui the one that has the actual puppet that has the puppet. Yeah, yeah, I think that she yeah. that's her, like her thing and we're going to get a soft introduction to her in, oh, in one that'd of be these. Cool. Yeah. But either way, just super excited to get into this and see how the Fatui are or the Harbingers I should say are going to come into this and we are are we thinking that you know that the doctor is here to get the gnosis back i would imagine so and that skarmouche is like doing something completely of his own accord well i think yeah i think yeah skarmouche is is rogue now right yeah well uh yeah he is yeah because remember we had an argument about that before (laughs) i was right um but yeah, Wait, so, I don't think we had an argument that he went rogue. Yeah, we did. People in <laughs> that are listening right now, get in the comments <laughs> at me and tell me that I am right. Because we had I'm an so, argument? I mean, not like an argument. It, it's no, 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 no. no. I, yeah, yeah. we had a discussion. or we yeah, had, yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't remember ever thinking that he did not go rogue. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you know what? Maybe I do kind of remember that now. Yeah, it was when we were going over the story, uh, the Harbinger cinematic that released. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, regardless, yeah, I think that he is definitely um, back to, to retrieve it. And, man, I can't wait to see right. what, what goes down with all those. I know. I know. It's going to be super, super cool. Because I think the last time that we actually had contact with him was whenever he told us that the sky is a lie. He dropped the baton on us and said that the sky is a lie. And then got mad at us and just left was like you, you don't even matter there's so much other bigger things going on isn't that right that's when he like poisons us with the smoke when he in inazuma oh no oh did we see him in inazuma i don't remember him in inazuma yeah you go into a domain and then he knocks you out and then the person that wakes you up is yaimiko oh that's right that is right okay so no that what I was talking about happened before that. Yeah, we get a little bit about him from the Iridori Festival, mm-hmm. but that was really it. Yeah, okay. So, And it really even wasn't like present tense stuff. It was more like backstory and how he affected Kazuo's clan and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess what I was talking about happened in the Falling Stars event, now that I'm thinking about it. Um, okay. In, in Liyue. But, gotcha. Yeah. All right, we're good. Yep. All right, so we got two new story quests. You got Nilu story quest. And we also have Sino story quests. So we got two new story quests, which uh, I feel like this is like the first time that they're dropping two story quests at once. I could be wrong, though. Are we going to get it at the same time? I'm, I'm assuming that we will get one. Uh, we'll probably get Sinos with the first phase and then yeah. Nihilus with the second. Yeah. yeah it's I'm just thinking. I'm pretty sure this is like the first time that they've done it where they gave us two story quests. Oh, like in within one patch or in one update. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably right. Uh, so we got some new events of Ballads and Brews. Um, this will be a story event, which will be closely related to Razor, as his origin will be gradually revealed in the plot. And there are four special gameplay modes in this event. The first one, you will help hunters drive out forest boars. You can only use normal attacks and other special items on the challenge locations. Highwind tri- uh, Trial, use special Sublime Animagrana to gain buff and challenge powerful monsters. Which, so this one is mostly just like a, uh, what, what do you call it? 
it's like a I want to say parkour, but that's definitely not the reason or the uh, <laughs> the right uh, word. Um, come on, it's like a. I'm not sure what you're looking like for. an obstacle course kind of. Okay, yeah. And then there's like a combat challenge at the end of it. Yeah. We have charity and creativity. The goal of running a store, you must reasonably allocate usable funds in just three policies of the store to try to obtain higher business earnings. This is really cool. I, I Whenever I saw that, I was like, I'm a fan of this. Like, please make this yeah. a permanent mode. I'd love to run my own shop. So, For sure. Not to mention, like, I mean, I need... And gain a little bit of Mora on, the, like, the back end. Exactly. I'd love to find a way to get some more passive Mora. So, yeah. And then the fourth one is Fecund Blessings. Follow the clues in the gift messages to find fecund hampers. Like, tre- okay, so they're like treasure chests and they're scattered everywhere. They kind of are um, like adorned by like some greenery, so they're very they stick out very easily. Mm-hmm. And then you will increase festive fever by playing on all the gameplay modes to unlock the four star missive windspear polearm uh, that we mentioned before and its uh, corresponding refinement materials. Um, and then you'll get Crown of Insight, like we said, that four-star weapon, Prima Gems, talent level-up materials, the whole shebang. You get basically everything. Mm-hmm. Wind Chaser, you will enter a domain that revolves around generating wind currents and requires a certain degree of strategy. Generate or stop the many wind currents inside the domain to change the state of various mechanisms and break through obstacles to reach certain seemingly inaccessible places, which it can be played in co-op mode, so that's cool. Yeah, I like that. Again, just like a... Obstacle course. Yeah. Star Seeker's Sojourn. Gameplay related exploration in open world. Equip a special gadget and help Banu to search for the future stars. The mystery of the hidden future star will be revealed after you completed the challenge. So you're just basically running around collecting stuff. Pretty much. And then we have the Hayukin and Iki, uh, which was a awesome event that we had last time. So I'm I'm really excited to go back into this because it had a whole story tied to it. Child was there. The story was really good. You got a lot like of lore and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of like uh, child's motives, kind of like like hinted. I'm hoping that I'm hoping that he comes back for this event. But yeah, rerun of the event. Um, this was actually kind of challenging too towards the end. Uh, I would say can be, can be. Yeah, it's probably. I should say it's maybe one of the more challenging events. There we go. <laughs> That's a better way to put it. Most definitely. Like, towards the end, in the beginning, it's, like, pretty much you're mowing everything over. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All right. We got the Path of Gleaming Jade, which is a login event. Mm-hmm. In this event, you will uh, you are guaranteed 10 intertwined fates and other rewards. And you are also going to get some in-game reward event in-game mail with this. Mm-hmm. So, going along with this, you're also going to get 1,600 Prima Gems. So if you total up the login rewards and the in-game mail rewards, you're getting about free. You're get you not about. You are guaranteed to get twenty free pulls, basically. Yep. For fragile resin, you're getting a jumpy dumpty party popper gadget and a cloud retainer's damask device pet gadget. That's pretty much like the CLE and the uh, I forget the name of it. It's the Oceanid pet that we have. Um, oh, overall, yeah. extremely cool. Very cool. Yeah. 20 free wishes for this uh, anniversary event. Yeah, I mean, I got to be honest. Give us a free five star. I I would I would think so. Like I'm And I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining about the free 20 pulls because I am. <laughs> but yeah. I feel like free a free 10 pull is like very stingy compared yes. to 
other gacha games on anniversary events. Oh, yeah. Where most of them are like, do this event and then you get a free five star or whatever equivalent playable character. Or like, I remember in uh, Pokemon Masters, it was like you get a sync pair and it would be like a guaranteed if you just do the event and you like cash in on it, then you'll, and not like physical, like money cash, but like turn in whatever uh, currency you got from that event you are like guaranteed to get like a five star character. Yeah, I mean there's there's tons of different ways that they could do it. I, I've played tons of mobile gotcha games and I, I would say that this is definitely one of the more stingy ones. I think, you know, outside of events and giving away free stuff, I definitely think that they're one of the best as far as, you know, free to play comes uh, mm-hmm. along. But whenever it comes to these events, I don't know why, but it feels very stingy because yeah, you're on all, all the other ones, you're always guaranteed at least, you know, some kind of elite unit. And, like, I know lots of them that even do, like, on their basic banners and stuff, like, you know, ten pulls a day, like, they'll do, or five pulls a day, or something like that. And I don't think that that would be, like, wrong to do here, either, especially on a basic banner. So, yeah, I um, I was expecting, I wasn't expecting more, because last year's was very stingy. So... Yeah, I was kind of expecting it to be around this, but I do wish that they would pick it up. But yeah, it is what it is, you know. At least we're getting 20 this time. I feel like that's more than last time. I think we got 10 last time I, and a free, like, so. four-star character. Yeah. yeah. I would I would still like that, that free four-star character, though. Well, we are. Well, yeah, but that's not because of the event. I think that's going to be permanently, right? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Good segue. All right, so we are going to be getting a free four-star character. It sounds like, you know, what we were kind of alluding to in the previous episode where I was talking about, hey, you may not want to pull on this banner if you only want Dory. This may be what I was talking about before. Mm -hmm. It just ended up not being Dory. Still, pull at your own risk. If you really want Dory that bad, go for it, but you're running the risk of getting a character at least if you don't want Ganyu or Kokomi, but we are getting a free Kali. They did mention that uh, a free Kali would be coming uh, from those who clear four, floor four, chamber three of the Spiral Abyss. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too, they didn't really give too many other details. I'm not really sure how this works if you've already cleared it. Yeah, I think you'll just get it. I would imagine so. Yeah, probably just get it. Uh, what floor did you have to clear to get uh, Shang Ling? Um, was it floor four chamber three probably i guess i'm trying to think because i don't think it was that high so yeah yeah I'm, i'm wondering if they're just replacing it and then we won't get it if we've already cleared it but i'm not really sure how they would work that out because that would be bad yeah honestly because she's a lot more valuable than kali is so yeah (laughs) that would suck (laughs) so with that being said if i were you and you haven't done any of the abyss Take a crack at it. Floor four, chamber three is definitely not really anything hard, and you can pretty much guarantee a com- like a a full completion of that floor, even with free to play teams with minimal investment. So, mm-hmm. um, I would definitely do it if you can, and if not, make sure that you clear it and get that free constellation of Shangling before it goes away. Yeah. So we got new map. Obviously, we're going to the desert portion. From what they shown, they showed the um, new massive ruin guard, which we saw in the trailer. That's very uh, reminiscent of the one in Sumeru, or I should say the jungle portion of Sumeru. Mm-hmm. And 
we were shown some oase oases oasey uh oh yeah what is the plural on that i don't know oases <laughs> i guess would be the plural oases yeah i guess you're right which look very cool and they are a super nice touch to the world yeah i agree every location they showed makes the desert not feel empty which is how i i, I feel like a lot of games deserts are just like too open with nothing going on this feels jam-packed yes and no i do i i think that they delivered on this too let me just preface with that but i do like the idea of an expansive vast desert where it just like you look at it and you're like oh god no (laughs) and i i Mm. think that there is a few scenes at least if i remember correctly they did show one quickly where it showed her coming over a dune or you know the character coming over uh like one of the sand dunes and it was pretty barren on the other side um unless that's just in my mind that i'm making it up but regardless that's what i think And, and so i do like those kind of big barren sweeping areas as well in a desert because i feel like it should have those because in order to really deliver on the environment because it is supposed to be kind of like a you know a death-like wasteland um but right i i feel like they did a really good job of of mixing yes exactly it in though because there are lots of areas as we're looking at right now that are very developed and look super cool and you know, live within the environment, which I, I always think that they've delivered on highly, but especially with this new region, we've seen them implement, you know, like communities into forest, which was great, right? Like the jungle areas. And so seeing it play out in this uh, desert environment as well, just it's it's an awesome thing to see. Yeah. Okay, moving on. We have a new character. Mm-hmm. This character's name is Mika. We have no other like details on Mika. Mika is a surveyor of the reconnaissance company. It looks like they are standing with uh, right alongside Jean, so presumably in Mondstadt, unless they somehow go to uh, Sumeru and we see Jean and Sumeru. But to me, it looks like Mondstadt, this is honestly. Mondstadt, yeah. Um, my first thought is this person looks like Bennett, and I feel like this may be a Bennett sibling. I think it looks like Bennett because they don't know how to diversify <laughs> their character <laughs> models. <laughs> I think it's as simple as that. Um, but I don't know. I, I, or I mean, I don't know. It's it looks. If it's a Bennett, could you imagine a an extremely lucky Bennett sibling? That would be hilarious if it was a lucky Bennett. Um, yeah, and it, and it was Hydro, Hydro instead of yeah, Pyro. just polar opposites on everything. That would mm-hmm. be super cool. Um, hopefully, he would also have the abilities uh, or similar yeah. badass abilities as Bennett, right. because those things are amazing, and I'd love to have another character. And he's a five, and he's a five star instead of a four star. Oh man, that uh, <laughs> just that all would, the better. Qualities. That is thematic. Yeah, that would be thematic if that was the case. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm not sure what the deal is though. I I would guess that that is not the case as funny as that would be but yeah and his c6 is like the most godlike c6 in all of characters he basically just goes super saiyan straight up and uh yeah annihilates everyone (laughs) um yeah we'll we'll have to see but it looks interesting i I don't think it's like really i think yeah i don't think it's related to gene at all because their hair is the hair color is very different so i don't know yeah We'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to see. Yep. Jinx, by the way. That's not a that was a that was a League of Legends pun. 
Okay. <laughs> new game <laughs> new gameplay, which is releasing in version 3.3. Mm-hmm. We have Genius Invocation TCG, which has been mentioned uh, frequently throughout different events and stuff, which, by the way, Sino loves Genius I Invocation know. TCG, which I loved hearing that. Absolutely. Um, which is a in-game card game for Genshin that is a permanent gameplay mode. Mm-hmm. You can invite different characters and NPCs for PvE or invite friends for PvP to play, but there will be no rewards for PvP. I, I dislike that. In addition, all <laughs> cards can be acquired through gameplay. So no gotcha, but I, I did uh, talk about it in the live stream. I was like, could you imagine there being four and five star cards that you had to pull like wish on like how funny that would be. that would be crazy because it would be like a, a sub gotcha within a gotcha you know what i mean <laughs> yeah like I, I that would be some crazy monetization that they'd be doing i wouldn't even yeah. want to see their numbers um uh like how much the the app was making at that point after oh, the next God. couple of months because it would be so ridiculous no one would be able to believe it i'm sure so yeah um, yeah, but really cool. I it it seems odd to me because I I would have if I were them I would have released this as a standalone game and made millions on it. But listen, all right, Pharaoh, 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 listen, listen. You complain that the map is standalone. You complain that every tool in Hoya Lab is standalone, and now you want them to make a standalone card. No, you don't. They want you coming back into their game. They already have me coming back into the game. They could have me coming back to two of their games. Because whenever I shut off, whenever I shut off this game, I'm going to Legends of Runeterra to go play my card game. In this case, they could have me coming over to their card game to go play instead. I, I don't know. I guess if if they I don't know. It in ways it's good, right? I mean, I guess in every way it's good because ultimately it's not being monetized so Mm -hmm. that's fantastic for everyone but i am just very surprised especially with a chinese-based company that is huge in the gotcha space that they did not release a secondary game um that was a standalone that they could monetize because i would have thought that would have been game plan number one so they're they're smarter than us they know what they're doing i don't know i mean i don't know i think money oh god (laughs) money talks god regardless I mean, I'm glad. I don't think that it's the smart move for making money. I think it's the smart move for making huge amounts of fans, but I still think that will net you less in the long term. But for sure, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. With when it comes to the money, this is it's not really making them more. It's just yeah, because you know that people would be throwing down money, like insane amounts of money, if this was its own oh, yeah. game with Gotcha. Yeah, for sure. So, but I I absolutely appreciate it. as someone who who likes free to play stuff. Like I 100 percent appreciate the fact that they did not go that route. Two things. Mm-hmm. Some of the cards have a beautiful animations built into them. Yeah, they're they're great. Like they showed Deluxe, and it was like. His hair and, like, his outfit was, like, swaying in the wind. Mm-hmm. Looked really cool. And number two, you can almost guarantee we are going to have some Resonance, Genius Invocation, TCG, like, competitions going around. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, oh, yeah. dude. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Wherever there is card fights, there are tournaments to follow. Uh, For sure. History has taught us this over and over again. <laughs> a Genshin Impact long-term project launch. We got a teaser. For the officially announced Genshin Impact anime in which Hoyoverse is collaborating with Ufotable. Mm-hmm. Um, the animation looks great. I'm wondering, are they going to have 
voiceover. Um, because they did not speak a single word in the. Uh, that's a good. Yeah, it's a good question. Um, do you mean to clarify? Do you mean are you saying like a dubbed version, or are you saying like you hope that it has words? Period. Right. I'm asking. I'm saying. I wonder if they are going to have voiceover for the characters inside of the anime. I still. I guess I'm confused. Maybe I'm. Are you are you saying that, are these like, characters in this anime going to talk? Are they going to talk? That's like they oh, do. Oh, of the, course they I, they would have to, right? Like, I, are I, you sure? That's why that question was so odd to me because I'm like, of course they will. I I would be I'm not, I'm incredibly not sure. surprised if that was if that was not the case. Um, so yeah, I would think that for sure that will be the case. I also I thought you were asking this question, which is also my question. Is it going to be dubbed with the voice actors that we know? And I would assume that that would be the case as well, because that's not um, like a hard. I mean, it's thing a long. I'm going to say it, it. I'm I'm going to say it will be. I would imagine so. It's a long term project. This yeah. is not some quick thing that they're throwing together. They would not be trying to pay voice actors or pay for voiceover for any of these characters if it was a short term project. Let me tell you right now: if it doesn't have dialogue. I'm going to be upset and out of spite, I will not watch it because unless it's some God mode like thing where it's just like the most artistically wonderful thing you've ever seen in your life. In that case, I'll I'll watch it. But if I don't hear that, which I'm sure that won't be the case, if there's no dialogue, I will pass on it out of protest. Um, I'm looking forward to this a lot. Uh, For those of you who may not know, Ufotable is mostly known for doing everything demon slayer mm-hmm. which in its own right is a beautifully well done anime with hand drawn animation mixed with really good cgi so absolutely one of the top notch uh animes yeah and it's it's beautiful the trailer you can watch this trailer basically like on youtube or anywhere really it looks really good i'm really excited for it honestly i can't help but feel like we're getting a different side of what looks to be Mondstadt, that stuff floating in the sky, that definitely does not look like the Celestia that we know. Yeah, I'm not sure what that is. So I'm wondering, also, the Traveler, like, the both Travelers are holding hands. They're together, yeah. In the, in the still of them holding hands, there are no rock that is to the left of Lumine that looks like that in Mondstadt. I know that for a fact. Mm. Like I've cleared out Mondstadt like a hundred percent. There is no rock that looks like that. So what are you proposing then? This is just an area. I'm we proposing haven't seen? that this is. I mean, it's either a an area that we haven't seen, or it's just a a different version of Mondstadt. I'm 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 not, I'm not really sure because the the mountain in the background on the last image makes me feel like that like that has to be Dragonspine. No, it looks like it. It does. I mean, I mean, it's a mountain with it's white clouds. A, it really, yeah. like, it, it's not anything special. But I mean, there's floating rocks, though, isn't there? Some floating rocks in Leeway? Nope. No. In Leeway, yeah, but maybe the, that's just like really poorly rendered, and it's supposed to be Leeway over there, and those are just some floating rocks from Leeway. I mean, you know, you could you could be right. Yeah, it I could f- just be really off, like colors. Well, and just maybe just trying to show, like, geographically, it isn't accurate even to, you know, the world that we'll see, but it, it they're more just pulling it in. That way, it's like a reference to Leeway. 
You know what I mean? I feel like that's probably it. Because that's definitely, like, Mondstadt. Like, for sure. Right. So, yeah. Uh, I, but I am curious about the, the timeline that's playing out here. Because they're sitting there holding hands. Right. That's what makes me feel like it's not Tevat. It's Tevat. Because we saw Paimon, right? Well, I mean, you see Paimon, yeah, but is where they're standing right now, is that Tavat? Mm. I mean, they're holding hands. That's like not... I mean, let's let's face it, th- this does not have to be canon, right? This this could just not be canon to the game that we're playing. That would be weird. I hate whenever anime is... I know, that. I know it's weird, but it, it's a, it could be a possibility. It, it absolutely could be a possibility. It could be just like a... I'm not know, saying I would like it. A parallel world. It, it also could just symbolize, because in the game, right, both characters you can play as right Mm -hmm. it might just be symbolizing that in a way like it's it's actually like your own it's only going to be one of those characters but i don't know yeah like it might be some weird kind of poorly done thing to represent that i i I don't know it's all (laughs) it's all guesses i guess at this point yeah this and this anime was something that I feel like we haven't really been asking for for a whole long while because this is what Genshin Impact's like third year that well it's the end of the second year right now. Yeah. I feel like we've been we haven't been asking for this for very long yet, but it's still it's happening like very shortly. Yeah, like I feel like our like it's almost like you ask for something for Christmas like very early, but then you get it before Christmas. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I I definitely like. I have I I would say that I've thought about a Genshin anime for quite a a while, but I I yeah not demand like there hasn't been like a huge outcry for it right yeah so I'm with, I'm with you there but yeah either way I'm super excited especially excited that you know like the art style looks very interesting um it looks a a bit different than typical animes which I'm happy about because I think that stylistically those things in order to give yourself some separation right like that can usually be a benefit so right art style definitely yeah so i'm i'm very very interested in watching this my god i just hope it has dialogue you scared the (laughs) the crap out of me with the thought that it might not have dialogue (laughs) yeah i don't know um i feel confident that since it's in the hands of a studio like ufotable that like i feel i feel good yeah i feel like they know what they're doing and they won't lead it astray right all right let's take a break uh, we're probably not going to cover the third portion of Act 1 of the Archon Quest. We're kind of uh, running low on time. So let's save that for next week. We can probably just finish all of the Archon Quest. So when we come back, we'll do Wish of the Week, Question of the Week, and then we'll wrap up. We're back from our break. We're going right into wish of the week. You have right. a standard. You have a standard wish ready to go. Uh, yes, I'm going to be pulling from the standard banner once again. How many prima gems do you have saved up right now? 
Uh, 14K. Wait, 14 wishes? Like, no, no, 14K? K, Primo Gems. Oh. Oh. That's a lot. I only have six. I'm a small amount. (laughs) I only have six. Well, I'm still going to be throwing down extra money. Do you have, like, actual fates, too? I have uh, ten actual fates. Okay, I have five. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wish right now. Okay. By the way, right after our wish of the week last week, it's just a blue. It's a cool steel sword. Right after our wish of the week, mm-hmm. while I was editing, I did one more standard banner pull because I got it because uh, I had, like, Hazo at level 20 and I never claimed the wish. Mm-hmm. I pulled a uh, Lost Prayer of the Sacred Winds. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, if I would have just realized I had that wish on the show, I probably would have just did that on the show. Yeah, that would have been better. <laughs> um, all right, let me go ahead and do mine. It is blue. No. Uh, thrilling Tales. Yeah, better than mine. Yep. We are going to do a wish war where mm-hmm. Pharaoh and I will pull roughly the same amount of wishes mm-hmm. side by side to see who can get the most uh, Sino constellations. Right. We'll decide on one, um, but we're going to make a little game out of it. And we got to talk about that and see what we want to do. I know we talked about like first one to get a five star. Mm-hmm. We'll like buy the other, a Welkin moon. Yeah. Stuff like that. So we'll do that. We should also do one to see who gets the most Caden, uh, Candace constellations too. Oh yeah, that'd that be would a be good, good one. Um, so we'll so we are gonna do something like that, and it sounds like we're probably gonna do it a week into the update, mm-hmm. and that'll give us a little bit of time to see. Well, it'll give Pharaoh a little bit of time to see how good Sino is. Yeah, it'll give me a little bit of time to farm every single Prima gem I could find on the face of Tavat, so I can have at least <laughs> some form of advantage against Pharaoh's already 14k of primos. So, but look out for that. We'll have more details on that probably. You know what we should week. do also is like we should I don't know if we could do this in the Discord, but in the Discord we should set it up where people can Oh yeah, we can. We can have people react to it. Basically like everyone can react to either, you know, select who they bet is going to win, you or me. And then and then from that pool like we can auction or you know you know do a randomized whoever was in that pool um we can do one welkin moon for or something like that like like a giveaway for that pool yeah like so if you were in the winning pool yeah we do a randomization oh that's a good idea the winner there yeah 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 so join the discord bt dubs if you're not in the discord because otherwise none of this matters to you yes very true yeah believe me the discord is worth it Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to doing more stuff like that with people from the Discord. So you got to join the Discord because we do a lot of fun stuff like that. You ready for question of the week? Yes. By the way, discord.me forward slash um, the, Renis- the, the Resonance, right? Yeah, The Resonance. Yep. Yeah. I almost said The Renaissance for some reason. The Renaissance. <laughs> the Renaissance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like this one. This question is from that short intern in our Discord channel. And they asked... Who is your least favorite NPC to speak to? Go ahead and do yours. What's yours? Okay. Yep, I have mine. So, a little bit of backstory is I 
generally hang out around Mondstadt to do like my dailies, my weeklies for like cooking and everything. And I especially like Mondstadt to craft at because mm-hmm. Mondstadt's crafting bench, second to Liyue, is like the closest one. Mm-hmm. When in Mondstadt you have the crafting bench, you have the like cooking right there, and right. you have Catherine, like all. Everything's very local. I always go to Mondstadt as well for that. Okay. So my least favorite NPC to talk to is Timaeus. Is it because you accidentally hit him? Yes, because I accidentally will click on his name (laughs) when I actually just want to craft and like the menu comes up nice and slow. And if I'm playing on mobile, sometimes I click, who are you? Because it's right underneath. I'd like to use the crafting bench. And then I'm stuck in dialogue with Timaeus. And then for whatever reason, sometimes when I get out of the dialogue, mm-hmm. it'll flip. So when I think that I'm going to go hit crafting bench, it flips to Timaeus. I just can't stand Timaeus because he stands way too damn close to the crafting bench that when I'm trying to craft, I accidentally click Timaeus. I, I need to just start probably going to leeway to, cra- to craft because there's nobody there. And that one's still pretty close. Yeah, I've gotten, I mean, like, that was definitely a problem for a while, but, like, I haven't really had that issue in a good bit. I think I've naturally kind of made sure that I always work my way around it. I kind of go a little further than I need to, so that way he's out of my reach for the talking points. Right. He's still my, my number my number one hated NPC to talk to. Fair enough. Um, I'm trying to think who would be a good one for me, because I definitely... I definitely agree with you that that is a good one. That is a very solid one. So here's one. What about what about NPCs for like daily commissions? Because there's one that I cannot stand. Oh, okay, the one that I don't like, which you do most of yours in Mondstadt, right? Yep. Okay. The one where I forgot the guy's name, but it's the one where I have to go collect the wood, and then I have to go collect the rope. Sh- the rope. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that one. That guy's a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um. I, it's amazing how much stuff I fix around Mondstadt. <laughs> okay, so the daily commission is is called Urgent Repairs. Mm-hmm. The NPC is Magar. Magar. Yeah, because okay. it says transporting goods to Springvale, or maybe it's Allen. It's one yeah. of the two. I just know that like some days if the stars align the wrong way, you know, you get like uh, there's a couple of of long quests, right? Longer quests where you have to go talk to, you know, various people and whatnot in Mondstadt. Mm-hmm. And so if the stars align the wrong way, like there have certainly been days where I just get all of the obnoxiously long ones. And I, if there was a button that said abandon everything and conquer Mondstadt in a bloody war, I would probably do it if that button exists. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah I, like, I feel your pain. Yeah. <laughs> I do sometimes wish that, like, I would just get increasing danger. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just destroy two towers and just get off. Yeah, if there was an evil meter, like, it would be far evil, <laughs> far on the evil side for me. I love it's, that you chose that, uh, the Urgent Repairs NPC, because yeah, that man. one is a pain in the ass. It's obnoxious. 
Um, but yeah, that that's probably it for me. That is a very good question. I'm going to actually like pay attention now um, a little bit more to see if, if there's some really annoying ones outside of those. Yeah. All right, that's the end of our show. Uh, like I said, we'll pick up the Archon Quest next week and we'll wrap it all up. Are, you should be finished with it by then, you think? Oh, yeah, for sure. Cool. Um, that's it. Pharaoh, where can they find you? Uh, make sure to check out Chronicles of Runeterra. It's a podcast where we talk about the Netflix series uh, Arcane, Emmy Award-winning Netflix series Arcane, BT-dubs. Thought you were going to say Emmy Award-winning podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and Emmy Award-winning podcast. Um, but yeah, check that out. Uh, it's an amazing series. You can now attest to that since you just watched it. Oh, yeah. I agree. Um That's astounding. Ex- especially because um, I am someone who... Not anymore, now that mm-hmm. I've actually watched the show, but I used mm-hmm. to have a very thick disdain for League of Legends just because of how overly hyped it was. Um, was it was it the hype or was it the perception of Toxic? Um, No, it, it has. The, I know it gets that rap. Yeah. Because I know I know it's a MOBA and I get it. Right. It It was just the hype. When things are just overhyped, I just don't get the itch or urge to play them. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like everybody around me um, was playing League. And I think it, it also comes down to there's people that I know that I don't like, that I mm-hmm. try not to associate with, mm-hmm. that like I know for a fact that they play League. So because people that I don't like play League. Mm-hmm. I was just like, no, no. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, but I will say this: mm-hmm. Arcane is a beautifully crafted show. Yeah, everything from the colors, the animation, um, the music mm-hmm. is very well placed in different scenes. It's very well, like the music is very well chosen to um, complement a lot of different pieces of the show. Mm-hmm. The story alone is something that I love when I can look at something in hindsight and be like, oh, yeah, I like I saw those signs, but I didn't expect this to happen. Yeah, that happened. And it got to the point where I was like screaming at my TV. Yeah, because of how amazing it was. And now it's it's gotten me interested in the lore of League of Legends. It's Mm -hmm. got me playing uh, Legends of Ruterra now. Mm-hmm. I have League of Legends downloaded on my PC and my phone now, so... Yeah, I was about to say, you need to get on Wild Rift and TFT now also. Yeah, so they're both they're both, they're both, both downloaded. I just haven't been able to play League yet because I've been trying to smush Genshin in there as much as possible. But <laughs> right. for anybody who has had doubts or hasn't given it a shot, go watch, like, the first, like... Honestly, just the first three episodes, and they're not even, like, really long episodes. They're only, like, 35 to 40 minutes. Yeah. They're, like, perfectly timed episodes. Just watch the first three episodes, and I promise you, you will be hooked. Yeah, there's no... I I firmly believe there's basically no one that can walk away after, like, two episodes, essentially. So, I'm certainly not after the third. Like, you're sticking in after the third no matter what, I'd say. Oh, yeah. It's, like... And the, the end of the third was just, like goosebumps dude goosebumps exactly exactly so yeah please uh you know check that out um uh, and check out the podcast uh, we go over each episode individually 
um, my my buddy and I that that host the podcast, we're both lore masters of of League, and so we we explain a lot of the the backstory that's going on for some of these things that a lot of people don't know about, and give more context to the world and stuff like that. So it's a really good time, um, and we also interview some of the uh, voice actors that were on there as well. So yeah, lots of really cool stuff. And we'll be doing all of the future League of Legends shows that um, that they uh, confirmed are coming out. So we're really excited about that. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Sweet deal. If you guys want to get a hold of the show, come join us for live stream, you know, uh, watch alongs, pull streams, anything related to our community. Got to get in the discord discord.me forward slash the resonance. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram. That's at HoyoCast um, on Instagram's new. You can listen to some snippets of episodes that I find very funny or I find enlightening, <laughs> and I post them every couple of days. So you can check those out as well. Um, I saw someone yeah. on the podcast or on the uh, Discord put in, ask for a memes, a podcast meme section. Yes, I'll be posting them in the in the Instagram as well. They're very yeah. good. I just remember his. He made a meme of the. Big hairy bulls, you remember? And he thought I said yeah, big yeah. hairy bulls. <laughs> yeah, you I mean, I knew, I knew what good. you said. I just wanted to hear you say it again. Yeah. Well, either way, it was it was hilarious. So yeah. 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 Exploring Sumeru has been great. The wildlife, like the big hairy bulls. What did you say? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. That's our show. Uh, thanks for listening. Enjoy the episode. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.